Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We're continuing going through the book of Daniel. We're in the second chapter. And we've already seen that Daniel had been hauled off the captivity with some of the other folks from uh, uh, Jerusalem. And that some of these guys had been placed in the king's service after a three-year stint of learning the way of the Chaldeans, right? Well, now in the second chapter, we see that in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, that Nebuchadnezzar had some dreams. Remember this, and his spirit was troubled about him. So he sent for his magicians, conjurers, sorcerers, and Chaldeans and told them, hey, I want to know two things. I want to know what I dreamed, and I want to know what it means. So he demanded of them that they tell him the dream and then tell him the interpretation because he was very anxious about this interpretation. This had disturbed him greatly, and his sleep had left him. (laughs) And everybody knows if the king's not happy, nobody's happy. Well, the wise men and the conjurers and the Chaldeans and all these guys are going, nobody can do this. There is no man that can do anything like this, and there's been no great king or ruler that ever asked anything like this of us. So they were being demeaning to him. And so he just flat out told me, he says, okay, that's it. If you can't come up with it. So he sends out a decree, verse 13. Uh, let's start with 12. <coughs> because of their response, because of this, the king became indignant and very furious. We're going to see that with Nebuchadnezzar. And gave orders to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. So the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. And they looked for Daniel and his friends to kill them. So they looked for Daniel and his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Now they likely were still in school. Remember, this is the second year of Nebuchadnezzar reigning. And this was a three-year program that they were in that he had established for them. So they're still in training. So they're looking to kill them. Now watch what happens here. Remember how Daniel had found favor in the eyes of the people that were immediately over him, the overseer, okay, uh, over the, the king's soldiers and things like that. Listen to what Daniel 2.14 says. Then Daniel replied with discretion and discernment to Arioch the captain of the king's bodyguard who had gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. <coughs> so the word had gone out that Arioch was going to go out and he was going to kill the wise men of Babylon. The, the king had demanded it. He'd ordered it. He gave direct orders to destroy all the wise men. The word goes out quickly. Arioch was preparing, was waiting. <laughs> what was he doing? Was he dragging his feet? You know, sometimes uh, the best of servants do. They do what the king says, but they do it in a timing sometimes that will allow the king or allow the boss or allow whatever to reconsider and to think about some things. Now, we don't see this happening here, but the execution of the order had not gone forth yet. So what did Daniel do? Now, remember Daniel is probably 15 years old, 16, 17 years old, right around that age. Okay, He replied, with discretion, okay, with discretion. It carries the idea of with counsel, okay, with understanding. He just replied with discretion and discernment. That word can be translated as judgment 
or decree or command or taste. In other words, he tastefully went before Arioch. He didn't go up and demand something. Okay, He didn't do that. He went to him in, the, in wisdom. He went with him in counsel. He went before him in such a way that, that, that was non-threatening. So he goes before him and says, what's going on here? Verse 15, he said to Arioch, the king's commander, and this is what Daniel's saying, for what reason is the decree from the king so urgent? Then Arioch informed Daniel about the matter. So see, Daniel didn't really know what was going on. The word had just gone out. That, guess what? All the wise men in Babylon are about to be executed. <laughs> well, Daniel goes, doesn't yell, scream, anything like that. He goes in discretion and discernment to Arioch. So obviously he had found favor with him, right? The captain of the king's bodyguard says, for what reason is this decree from the king so urgent? Why is he doing this so quickly? Well, then Arioch informed Daniel about the matter. Well, what was the matter? The matter was that the king was having dreams, and the dreams were disturbing the king, and he did not know what it means, and the king was disturbed. The king was agitated. He describes himself as being very anxious. So watch what happens in verse 16. So Daniel went in and requested of the king that he would give him time in order that he might declare the interpretation to the king. Now, what? What's going on here? So Daniel's in this school right here. There's a bunch of people that are in this school preparing to serve the court kind of thing, okay? In all likelihood, the king didn't know exactly who he was. He's seen him perhaps, you know, this and that, but he didn't. But Daniel goes in and he requests of the king that he would give him time. We see Daniel coming before uh, the overseer, you know, requesting, hey, let's test me to eat this way. He'd already asked the captain of the guard and the captain of the soldiers and the guard said, no, no, I can't do that. My head would come off if y'all don't look good. So he had a relationship with that captain, had a relationship with the overseer. He had a relationship with Arioch, the captain of the king's bodyguard, and now he's going for the king. And he's asking, say, hey, can you give me some more time to where I can declare the interpretation of the king. Not only give him more time, not only give his friends more time, <laughs> but, you know, this is really uh, uh, in defense of all the wise men. They're all about to get killed. And Daniel says, hey, before you do anything right here, give me some time. So what was the response of the king? Well, we're not told point blank, but let me read the next couple of verses and we'll pick this up in the next episode, okay? Verse 17 says this, then Daniel went to his house and informed his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, about the matter, so that they might request compassion from the God of heaven concerning this mystery, so that Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. So apparently the king granted a period of time because Daniel left the house. He left and went to his house. And he informed his friends. Also shows us right here that he had a house. There was a place where he and his friends lived. Something's going on here. And the king granted that because the king, the king didn't want to kill all of his wise men. What the king wanted was an answer. Okay? And he knew that the only way to get an answer out of these guys, he didn't trust his wise men, his Chaldeans, his soldier, uh, uh, conjurers and, and summoners and all these folks. He didn't trust them. 
That's the reason he declared that they had to give him the dream and the interpretation. But when one of these guys comes in, Daniel, and says, I'll tell you what, give him more time that I declare the interpretation to you. The king did it. What did Daniel do then? He went and found his friends and said, hey, we need to seek God. We'll pick up the count the next time, okay? In the meanwhile, thank you so much for being with me. Uh, as always, share with, uh, with other folks about these times together. Uh, every time I say that, there's a bump in the amount of participation, so I so appreciate that. I'll see you next time.